Hi, this is Pastor Daniel Bracken. You're listening to Kings Alaska podcast. I hope the word encourages you and you get a touch from God that brings transformation and equips you to experience life with people, power, and purpose. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy the word. Numbers 25, verse 1. I'll be reading in the NLT version this morning. It says, while the Israelites were camped at Acacia Grove, some of the men defiled themselves. Everybody say themselves. By having sexual relations with local Moabite women, these women invited them to attend sacrifices to their gods. So the Israelites feasted with them and worshiped the gods of Moab. In this way, Israel joined the worship of Baal of Peor, causing the Lord's anger to blaze against his people. The Lord issued the following command to Moses, seize all the ringleaders and execute them before the Lord in broad daylight so his fierce anger will turn away from the people of Israel. So Moses ordered Israel's judges, each of you must be put to death, the men under you, under your authority who have joined you in worshiping Baal of Peor. Just then, one of the Israelite men brought the Midianite women into this tent right before the eyes of Moses and all the people as everyone was weeping at the entrance of the temple. When Phinehas, son of Eleazar, and grandson of Aaron the priest saw this, he jumped up and left the assembly. He took a spear and rushed after the man into his tent. Phineas thrust the spear all the way through the man's body into the woman's stomach. So the plague against the Israelites was stopped, but not before 24,000 people had died. Then the Lord said to Moses, Phineas, son of Eleazar, and the grandson of Aaron, the priest has turned my anger away from the Israelites by being as zealous among them as I was. So I stopped destroying all of Israel, as I intended to do in my zealous anger. Father, this morning that you would move in power. God, we thank you that your word, the rhema word of God would fall upon us this morning. God, that it would be illuminated before our eyes that we would see and hear you. Open the eyes of our understanding, God. Give us a new hunger for who you are. Give us a zealous fire, God, that we would want to do what you've called us to do. Bless this morning, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Zeal is an interesting word, meaning great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. Just a little bit of backstory, a quick summary of this. God brings the children of Israel through the wilderness and for the first time ever becomes in covenant or in relationship with his people. When Moses goes and gets the Ten Commandments and finds that there's a place where they wander in the wilderness and God begins to provide. You all know the stories. If you don't, you can read them. But throughout Exodus, it shows God's faithfulness to his people. And the covenant that he makes with them is I'll provide for you. I'll do everything that you want me to do. I'll take care of you in every season. The only thing I ask is that you'll be loyal and honorable to me. My covenant is, is that of a marriage. Don't cheat on me. Don't, don't, don't go off and do, serve other gods. Do the things that I've asked you to do and I will take care of you. And, and all through this time, there is, a, there is miraculous things happening. And Moses is leading the children of Israel. And they're towards the end of this time to where they're ready to cross over into the promised land. And they get to a place where there's a plague that has struck them and 24,000 people have died. And there's this group called Moab who was started from a guy named Lot 
who at the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah started his own tribe from his son Moab. And from that, they started to worship a God named Baal. And there's a king at this time whose name is Balak. And King Balak wants to curse the Israelites. So he calls on a guy named Balaam. And this is, a, this is a super short summary. You need to read the word, all right? No matter who's preaching up here, you should read your word, all right? And he calls on a guy named Balaam and he says, curse the Israelites. And Balaam says, okay, I'll go and I'll curse them. I'll stand on the hill. And there's a lot that goes into this, you know, Balaam's donkey and the, and the donkey speaks and hallelujah, if a donkey can speak, so can I, hallelujah, amen. That's my, my favorite scripture in the Bible. But there's a whole lot that happens between Balaam and the angel of the Lord. And Balaam gets to a place where he goes to curse the Israelites. And he, Balak says, just go do something. He stands up on a hill. And when he goes to curse the Israelites, all that can come out of his mouth is blessing. And he does this three times. I'm going to curse them. And the king is like, I paid you to curse them. Why are you blessing them? How many of you know if you are a child of the king, you can't be cursed? God calls you blessed. Hallelujah. And on the last time around, when he finds out it can't work, he says, listen, I'm done. And as he's walking away, he tells King Balak, he goes, I can't curse them, but I can tell you what you can do. They can curse themselves. And I'm here to tell you this morning that the devil has no power over you, only what you give him. And we have to recognize that there's things in our life that open the door for the enemy to attack us and not just us, but our lineage and our generations to come. And so what has happened is there is a, there's a moment in time that opens that Moses gets the word of the Lord and he's sitting there, he's tired, he's a little bit old in age, he's sitting at the edge of the temple and God says, hey, listen, you've got to stop what is happening. And Balaam has told Balak, if you can get those women to seduce the Israelites, they'll curse themselves. Even though they've come into covenant with God and into strict relations, there's compromise and there's mixture. There's justification of why I need what I need and I'm gonna do what I wanna do. God, I still love you, but I have to do what I want as well. And they come to a place where even Moses, the great leader, has turned his head to say, I just don't wanna look anymore. And there's a guy in the crowd named Phineas who is a young kid that doesn't see the slavery times. He only knows the goodness of God. He's only seen the manna from heaven, the water from the rock, the Red Sea parted. He only knows the good stories that have come from a good God. And he's standing in the crowd and as this Moabite prostitute takes an Israelite man into the tent right in front of Moses, he says, whoa, what have we said yes to in our culture? What have we justified in the church that says this is okay? What have we done in our house that says, I can watch this movie and still be all right. I can hang out with these people and still be saved. Phineas stands in a place and says, 
I ain't doing this. My family is dying. 24,000 people have been killed because of immorality, and today it stops. He grabs a spear. Now, before I go any further, I want you to look at your neighbor. Say, don't kill anybody. I just need a disclaimer. I am not encouraging violence. By no means am I telling you to go home and spear your neighbor, okay? Do not do it, and especially if you get in any trouble, my name is Pastor Kirsten. Amen. <laughs> Phineas grabs the spear, runs, runs into the tent. The priest, the leader, Aaron and Moses look the other way. The church had said, we can't change it. But there was one who stood up to say, yes, we can. God's called me. And I'm going to take a stand of righteousness in a culture of immorality. I'm going to stand for holiness when the world says there's no way. And he takes a spear and he kills. He runs it all the way through both of them. And God immediately says, today, everything changes. From here forth, Phineas and generations to come from him will be priests and will have peace. God is calling a people who are willing to stand up in the middle of the mixture and the contamination. Listen, I come, my wife and I come here from California I know y'all look and think it's just all demons there, and there is a lot of demons, but there's a lot of demons everywhere. I just got back from a village that's demon-possessed. I've watched people walk in Walmart that I think are demon-possessed right here in Wasilla. There is, there is a mixture and a contamination. There's a justification that comes, a deception that lays upon the, on the bride of Christ that says, it's just the world you live in, it's okay. And I'm here to tell you this morning, I don't care if we live in California, we live in the village of Alaska, or you live in the great state of Texas where everybody calls themselves saved, there is a deception being pulled over, hallelujah. There's a deception being pulled over the eyes of the church that says, we just don't recognize it, we won't justify it, we just look the other way and it'll be all right. But God is looking for a Phineas generation, somebody that will rise in the middle of it to say, I will stand for righteousness, I will stand stand for holiness. I will stand for justice. God didn't call us to be a subculture. He called us to be a counterculture. He didn't call us to be like them. He called us to be set apart and to be different. God is waiting on the church to rise. We don't have to look like something else. We don't have to be, I, I love what the church has become. We have great music. We have great coffee, really great coffee, hallelujah. But we're not called to be great coffee shops and great bands and great light shows. We are called to be a people that are on fire for Jesus that will stand in the middle of darkness and to proclaim truth. Will you resist the mixture? Immorality is the gateway. Idolatry is betrayal. There has to be a level 
between us and God that says, I didn't, I didn't say yes to you just so I could go to heaven. I said yes to you because I love you with all my heart. There has to be a level of obedience that rises in each one of us that says, God, I'll do whatever you called me to do. I don't care what my family's done before me. Listen, there are times, there are times that I'm not trying to preach at you. I'm not trying to be some crazy guy that comes in here that I'm preaching at me. There's things in my kids. There's things in my life. I have to do things different. The world says we can't be better than the guy next to us. That's not the standard. The standard is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We have to set our standard on those things. And many times I find myself comparing to those that are around me saying, well, I'm better than them, so I must be what I need to be. And God says, I've called you for greatness. And as I read this story, I found that there's a Phineas generation that's rising. The Bible says that the harvest is ripe, but the labors are few. I saw in Kotzebue that the harvest is so ripe that I didn't have to pull the satanic Bible from her. I didn't have to point my finger and harababashandab. I didn't have to stomp my foot and, and tackle her. She said, I have a Satanist Bible and I want to come to Jesus. She asked for salvation. It is just a level of righteousness of people willing to stand and say, God, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. I never thought in a million years that some white redneck boy from Missouri would be used in the village of Alaska. I'm just saying. When I go there, they're like, who are you? I'm like, I'm with him. <laughs> Don't shoot me yet. <laughs> I have family here. Hallelujah. <laughs> and with her. And now, because of the willingness to say yes, and God, I'll stand for righteousness, even when I don't understand all the cultures. I don't understand the language. We went and prayed over a, a, a lady who was 91 years old. We went and prayed over her in her house. We get done praying and she starts singing in her native language. I mean, just gets touched by the Holy Ghost, starts singing. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. I had no idea what she was saying, but it blessed my heart so much that she got touched by God. There is a revival that has been started and God is saying, I will use anybody that will stand pure before me. I will use anybody that comes to me and says, God, use me. God is waiting for the Phineas generation to rise up. He's waiting for a people that will be set apart, that I'm not going to respond to the mixture and the contamination of this world. I'm gonna stand in holiness and I'm gonna go after the things that God has called me to. It's those moments that changes our life forever. Let me tell you this church, action is needed. I grew up many times understanding that talk is cheap. Promises are made and never kept. Action speaks way louder than words. It's one thing to come to church and say, yeah, I'll do it. It's another thing to actually do it. It's another thing to go home and say, God, you know, the Bible says in Corinthians that we need to examine our hearts. Maybe it's time that we go home and say, hey, at the end of this year, as we wrap up this season, this year has just flown by. We are already almost to Thanksgiving and Christmas is right around the corner. And then we're at New Year's. Maybe it's time to finish well. Maybe it's time to say, God, what do I need to change? 
What do I need to get right? What do I need to move out? What do I need to clean out? What do I need to get rid of? Listen, I'm not telling you that you're doing anything wrong. I'm just telling you that we can all move a little closer to the heart of the King. We can all get a little bit more sanctified. We can all get a little bit more place where we say yes to God. And it's in those moments that God says, because of your obedience, I'm releasing a priesthood anointing upon you and I'm releasing peace upon a generation to come. It's those moments where we see revival in a nation. And if we'll trust God in this situation, he'll do the unthinkable. Amen. Well, I hope you were encouraged by God's word. Thank you again for listening to Kings Alaska podcast. God bless you. For more great content, go to kcalaska.com and may God's face shine upon you and give you peace.